Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about what manscaping is and the impact that it can have on your intimacy. And as we start talking about manscaping, I want you to think about this quote from Lewis Hamilton, who said, I think grooming is undervalued by men. We expect women to be fully groomed, which they do. But I also think it's just as important for a man to look clean and fresh. Yep. And uh, just as a little teaser, I'm going to tell you, that's what the ladies are saying too. And we're going to get into it as we talk about this topic but we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by simple contacts. And we're going to be sharing a little bit more about them later on in the show. But for those of you that don't know what a hug is, a hug's an opportunity where you get to hear from somebody else in the one family, somebody mm-hmm. whose marriage is, is being radically transformed. Mm-hmm. And this week's hug comes from a five-star Facebook review that we received. Love those. And she said, where do I even begin? I've only been listening for one month and happened to stumble across this podcast on a whim. Excuse me, on a whim. She goes on to say, your episode on broken records, which is episode 413, really was an eye-opener for me. I realized how badly I was keeping records and how much it was affecting our marriage Mm. negatively. I officially put a stop to this and realized how to give my husband grace instead of focusing on his weaknesses. So good. And the intimacy factor has also been life-changing for us. Thank you so much for opening our eyes to what matters most in a marriage. I am forever grateful for finding this podcast and will be a lifelong listener. Mm. Wow. Love it. Wow. That's a great way to start off a show. Yeah, it is. And before we get into today's topic on manscaping, we're super excited to invite each and every one of you from the one family to the first one conference being held here in our home city of San Diego on Saturday, September 8th. This is gonna be a marriage experience and a marriage conference like no other mm-hmm. and true in true one style. Absolutely. So we are gonna go a full day, Elisa and I. Here's the thing though, you gotta register because we have limited spots available with the venue that we have. So to learn more about the one conference, go to extraordinarymarriage.com. You can get all the details there and the special conference pricing. So we're excited to see you, to actually be with you guys, hugging you guys, telling you face-to-face that we love you guys. So check it out, extraordinarymarriage.com for the one conference. Can we make sure that the link is also in the show notes so that if folks come to the show notes, that would be great for each and every one of you because I know you're like, wait, where is that? Um, But as Tony said at the start of the show, we're talking about manscaping. 
And some of you may be like, okay, well, uh, I've kind of heard that term. Maybe I haven't heard that term. What are you talking about? And you know that whenever we're talking about something that I think maybe we all need to be on the same page about that I'm going to give you the definition. And so manscaping defined is the removal or trimming of hair on a man's body for cosmetic effect. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward, but at least now we're all playing on the same page. And, you know, it's come up a lot lately in in conversations where, you know, I've had coaching calls with wives who talk about their husbands being really, really hairy. You know, maybe it's back hair, maybe it's chest hair. Um, you know, it's, it's something that's impacting their intimacy. It's come up here in our home just because San Diego has been, like most of the country, going through a tremendous heat wave. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and hair, you know, it holds the heat in. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, it's so interesting because there are so many topics, so much discussion around this idea about waxing and shaving for women, for women. It's kind of like what Lewis Hamilton said in that quote, you know, we expect all these things of women, but you know, what about men? Right. What's going on for men? And, you know, it's interesting that while, you know, there's all this conversation for women, the statistics bear out that there's a lot that's not being said about manscaping for men. And I just want to share a few numbers with all of you. Um, Dr. Drew, who's on television and whatnot, he did an informal poll during an interview with Adam Carolla in 2011 that found that 85% of the audience, and as I was looking at this, mostly Mm -hmm. women, okay, right? 85% of the audience prefers a man who manscapes. Okay. So some kind of trimming, some sort of trimming somewhere. A 2017 survey found that while 82% of women desired their men to be trimmed or bare, only 23% had ever asked their partner to change or shave. Now, I'm going to do the math for you real quick. That's a 59% gap between desire and expression of that desire. We're not talking about this topic Right. And there's so much to talk about because manscaping, you know, when I just give you that definition, you know, the removal or trimming of hair, well, literally like we could talk head to toe. What does that involve? Mm-hmm. Right. Is it the facial hair? Is, is there a way ladies and guys for you too? Is there a way that you like your facial hair? Right. We're we talking. I mean, there was, I, I don't remember how many years you had your goatee, but there was early on well, in our I marriage. Mean, obviously we met and I had it. Yeah. And then early on in, our marriage. So when we met, Tony had this really, really big, bushy goatee. Uh-huh. Like crazy big. Now I can't even imagine it. Right? In 2000, when he hiked the PCT, he ended the PCT with like full mountain man beard. Right. That was a no-go. Like that, that didn't work for me. I was like, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> and I didn't, in all honesty, I didn't, I liked it during the trail hike because it honestly kept my face warm, especially as we w- walked and hiked into Northern Washington and it was cold after that. Yeah. It, it wasn't for me either. I, right. I didn't. And some of you, you know, when it comes to the face, you're clean shaven, right? But the face is just one area that we're talking about manscaping. And and here's the thing too, as we discuss manscaping, I think for many of us, me included, prior to us digging into this a bit more, my my natural inclination, my natural thought process is, okay, this is all about the private area. The pubic, yeah. That's that's about what I was thinking with manscaping. And so I'm thinking, okay, it's having that area trimmed. Mm -hmm. It may be the front, it may be the front and back, it may be whatever you choose, but it's more of a, a, a nether region instead of a, hey, we're looking at other areas right. of our bodies for us men. 
Right. Because manscaping, like I just mentioned the face, Tony talked about the pubic area. There's also, you know, manscaping can cover the chest, Mm -hmm. the back, the buttocks, the arms, the legs. You know, I'm married to a man that has been shaving his legs 15, 13, 15 years now. I can't even remember anymore. In all honesty, I can't remember. I was trying to think about that as we were doing the show too. And I can't. I think we're on like about 13 years because you got back into cycling. You got back into cycling when Alex was about two. Okay. Um, So that would be 13 years ago. Sure. Yeah. And so, you know, here's the thing. When Tony was an avid cyclist, you know, it started because of his cycling, right? That's, that's where Tony shaving his legs started. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, is that I really like my husband's legs shaved. Elise has made mention of that many a times over the years. And even over this last season where I haven't been riding that much just due to kids schedules and just not having any really big riding partners here in town and just the safety in San Diego at times. I haven't stopped. I still shave them because I I know it. She still mentions it. So I'm like, well, if she likes that, it doesn't bug me any sure thing. And and in all honesty, I think I like it better too. I just don't even like having hairy legs, which is really funny because our teenage son has very hairy legs. So I've got like both extremes in my house, completely bare and full on hair. And he would never like in a million years. I think the first time I actually shaved my legs, I was probably 15 for, for road cycling. For cycling. Yeah, yeah. Cause we were starting to, I was starting to race and I was like, Oh man, if I crash, I don't want all that hair and all that junk in my skin and da da da. So I shaved them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, and that's another consideration here. Like we've talked about all the body parts, but we also need to talk, you know, are you going completely bare? Or are you just going trim? Here's an interesting thing too, man. Years and years ago, when I was when I first got into uh, paintless dent repair, one of the guys I trained with, he shaved. I mean, he shaved his arms, mm-hmm. which I thought back then was like, whoa. I mean, he shaved his arms, his chest. I mean, this is before before any, people were even talking. Anybody word. was ever talking about manscaping, and I remember that just going like, man, dude, that has to take you forever. But he was just like, I, I for him personally, I, I still remember this. this. Is like twenty years ago now. He was just like, I can't stand and bear to have the the, the hair on my arms mm-hmm. and, and on my chest. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like you said, 20 years ago before people were even talking about mm-hmm. it. And, you know, it's so interesting because there are all of these different factors. Plus, you know, like, do you, you know, do you wax? Do you use a razor? You know, what do you have to be careful of when you're manscaping? All of these different things. And yet, you know, as I shared in that statistic at the beginning, there's a 60% gap between what women are thinking and what they're sharing with their partners. Mm-hmm. So you better believe if there's a 60% gap in something that we need to talk about this. Well, and I think more importantly, we got to be discussing this because if not, there is going to be this frustration. There's going to be this disconnect for those of you who haven't been able to verbalize mm-hmm. this to your spouse, which can cause discomfort for you internally because you're like, I just want to say something. Well, here's your opportunity. Right. Yeah. This show will be your launching point. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, body hair impacts your marriage. I know it sounds really silly to be like, well, that's just who I am and that's how I am and, you know, whatever. But there are conversations that aren't being had that need to be had because I can't tell you the number of women that I've talked to over the years in coaching and coaching and just random conversations that I have with people that mention their husband's body hair. I, I don't know if I'd like have a, a, you know, a neon sign over my head that says, you know, Lisa's safe to talk to about this or what it is, but it comes up. Which is interesting. Cause I don't think I have that conversation with men. 
Like men don't like guys don't hang hang around the water cooler or on game day talking about body hair. <laughs> that that was just such an image there of a group of men just like, hey, so are you really hairy or you're not hairy? Like, what does that look like? I, I just maybe I'm maybe that those are the groups I'm hanging in. Guys, I'd love for you to hit me back and you can email me at Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Love to hear. I mean, is that something you guys discuss, mm-hmm. you know, with, with your buddies? I've had conversations, but it's more, it, it's sort of in passing sure. and, and you're going and and typically those are with like really good friends. Like mm-hmm. I can, I can think of like two. Well, and it's, it's one of those things maybe because, you know, as I'm dealing with coaching clients, we get into the nitty gritty sure. of what's going on. But, you know, there are a lot of women that struggle with the amount of hair that their husbands have on their bodies and, and what that interplay looks like for them. Because mm-hmm. guys, some of you have asked your wives to help trim you and, and you know, or shave you or whatever it is. And she's like, I don't, I don't want to, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to tell them no. Or the hair is everywhere. And she's like, I just want it cleaned up, but I don't know how to ask without coming across as being, you know, confrontational or off-putting or anything like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, as we've navigated this in our own marriage, you know, it's amazing the conversations that come up when you say, you know what, I'm going to bridge that, that 60% gap because here, like, I'm going to share with you something that we literally only in preparation for this show had a conversation around manscaping. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about all of the nuances here and, and I'm sharing with Tony, all of the stuff that I'm going to share with you guys about, you know, safety and, and techniques and things like that. And, and I tell Tony, you know, he's like, well, you know, what's kind of like, what's the big deal? And I said, I'll be real honest with you. When you're trimmed, when your pubic area is trimmed, it is much easier for me to have oral sex with you. And he's like, he literally pauses on the phone because this is a phone conversation that we're having. And he's like, it's almost 22 years. You're just now telling me this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I was honestly floored. I, 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 I sort of took a little pause and I was like, are you serious? Like, this is the first time you are telling me this. And Elisa went on to share, like, yes, it, it helps. This allows me, for me personally, I'll, I'll just share. I, I like using a trimmer. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just, it's trimmed enough. And we're going to go into this a little bit more. But I don't need to go bare with razor. Um, but her telling me that allowed me to go, oh, okay, that's... That's easy for me to do. Like that's a that's a no brainer. If you want to check out the trimmer that I use, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon shop. We have it there. Um, and you can check that out. But here's here's why it's easier for me. Because I'm sure some of you are like, wait, it's taken you twenty two years to tell Tony and and you haven't explained that this is an easier thing. For me, I, I personally I don't like having the hair in my face mm-hmm. or, or in my mouth. And there is there's a cleanliness factor in my head when he is trimmed mm-hmm. plain and simple and, and so you know this is why these conversations need to be happening because even as we're t- preparing for the show i'm like i wonder how many women don't enjoy oral sex because of this one factor i wonder and i it's kind of a random thing that you can't find statistics on um but I wonder how many couples are going to be changed by having the conversation around this to even be willing to try. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we get behind these microphones to talk about topics that no one else is because it needs to happen. And I do want to say this. Hygiene is key. 
when it comes to, hey, we can we can talk about manscaping and then we can discuss, hey, the hygiene and you being clean, men, t- washing yourself, hey, making sure you're clean for your for your wife, critical. Hey, we did a show on our Daily Step show t- talking about personal hygiene. You can go check that one out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash daily steps. If you're not subscribed to it in iTunes, look it up, subscribe. Every day we're dropping a new show. Mm-hmm. Five to eight minutes. We're going to give you the, the good stuff so you can just use it and, and go on with your day. But hygiene has a huge impact. And, and guys, I've learned this over the years and I'm still... Again, just learned this last week that having myself in my pubic area trimmed up may increase oral sex for me. We shall see as time passes. Apparently, we're doing our own De Lorenzo family experiment here, or you know, De Lorenzo marriage experiment. Now that I've shared that with Tony, so we'll get back to you. You know, yeah, a- we'll see. I mean, Elisa could say that, and then it, it could be different three months down the road. I don't know yet. We will see. Right. And here's part of this, you know, why we talk about these things and why we share them with each other is because there's another level of accountability now. Mm-hmm. Right now that I've been able to verbalize this and acknowledge it to Tony, now it changes the intimacy. It changes how we relate around this one particular area. It changes the conversations that we have going forward. And, mm-hmm. you know, the two of you need to have some specific conversations around this idea of manscaping. Because you, one of the first questions you have to ask is, you know, what does what does grooming mean to you? Right. You know, husband and wife, what areas would you consider grooming? You know, what it's, what are those body parts that you want to see trimmed up? You know, shaved legs, chest, back. What are all those places? Right. And what are each of you willing to do? Because again, like I said, there are some wives that get asked to shave their husband's backs. That's a question. That's a conversation that the two of you have to have honestly. And some may be all for it, and some may not. We don't know. Your spouse is completely different than your buddies or somebody else's or mine, but that's a conversation you have to have. And if your wife, honestly, guys, goes, that's a no-go, don't don't get upset. Honor her and say, okay, go go take it upon yourself and, and go get it done. Do it yourself. I mean, it's okay. Take, take responsibility for your body. Go for it. So just like when a woman decides to wax or shave, there are certain things that a man needs to be aware of. And we want to share these with you after we thank this week's sponsor, who is Simple Contacts. And Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. It's super easy, you guys. So for you contacts wearers. Super easy. Super easy because there are a million things that are demanding your time, especially over the summer. And you know, I know I'm running here, there, and everywhere. I don't want to have to worry about do I have enough contacts. With Simple Contacts, you can renew your prescription and reorder your contacts in minutes. No more doctors' offices or waiting rooms. Think of how much time you're just going to save doing that. Mm-hmm. And personally, the vision test—it's self-guided, which I love. Like I, I set up my phone, and it took less than five minutes. You don't have to take time off. You don't have to, you know, find a sitter for the kids. And Simple Contacts offers every brand of lenses and their prices are unbeatable. On top of that, our listeners get $20 off their first Simple Contacts order with code OEM. So to get $20 off your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com OEM or enter the code OEM at checkout. Again, that's simplecontacts.com OEM and promo code OEM at checkout. 
Now, this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, but it sure does make getting those contacts ordered so, so simple. Yeah. At least I've been wearing contacts for years and years and telling you, man, something like this that just makes it simple. You can do it right off your phone for the check and then boom, you're done. Simple. Shows up on your doorstep. How nice is that? Just move on. Making life easy. Yep. So as we're looking at what comes next around, you know, you've been listening to the show on manscaping and you know, what do I do now? Right. I'm thinking about it. I'm wondering what she's thinking about. I'm wondering what he's thinking about. I think that's the big thing. It's like we need to get on the same page quickly because if we leave this in la la land where you're thinking about it, guys, I'm going to talk to you. You're just thinking about it. You know, you could sit there forever. And so you, you may want to discuss it. You may not. You may just be like, hey, it's time. Like I, I've done that many a times before. Just like, it's just time. Let me order up the razor again. Let me get something new. Let me just go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, for others of you, may it may be one of those things that you need to want to and discuss this with your spouse. Absolutely. So, you know, wives, what would you like to see? Right? Are there parts of your husband's body that you would like to see trimmed? Husbands, are there parts of your body that you've been considering trimming, but you're, you don't know kind of how she feels about it? And this, again, doesn't just go to the pubic area. Right. So if we go back to defining what manscaping is, it's any part of the body mm-hmm. that has hair. So this could be, you know, full-on grizzly beard. It may be, need to get trimmed up a little bit. In all honesty, I mean, you're probably like, oh, man, my sexual intimacy isn't going great. My wife doesn't let me have perform oral sex on her. Um, you may want to discuss that with her. Uh, here, here's another thing. I, I know this. For, for me to perform oral sex on Elisa, the stubble drives her mad. And so, Not in a good way. Not yeah, in a good yeah, way. Yeah, not <laughs> let me be real yeah, clear. Yeah. I, I can't do stubble. It hurts. It, it hurts. So knowing this. It is in my best interest to make sure that I have a clean shaven face if I'm going to perform oral sex on her. Mm-hmm. It benefits me and it benefits her. Mm-hmm. So you you may need to discuss that with your wife. You know, I don't know what it is, but you got to take it too. And I mean, sometimes we we attach our identity to facial hair to to hair that may be on parts of our body. We do. We, we, it's an identity, a mustache, a, a Fu Manchu, a goatee. I think typically more like the facial ones. Cause I remember my identity was for a long time around my goatee. Mm-hmm. So just understand that there in wives too, just understand there's some identity there as well. Mm-hmm. So if your husband is taken aback or doesn't really appreciate it, just know you, you, he may feel like you're, you're, you're putting a chink in his armor and who he is and his identity. Well, and that's where the conversation is so critical mm-hmm. right? Totally. And, and talking about, you know, from a place of, you know, I've thought about this, right. You know, what about this? Not like you have to shave that off right now. That, that's not going to go well. No, that's, no, that's no. not going to, so don't, don't freak anybody out. You know, and, and if you're entering this idea of manscaping for the first time, and wives, just be listening to this part because it's important that you know, right? Go, guys, please go slow, right? Like if you've never manscaped before, don't just be like one weekend, like I'm just going to do everything. That that might just overwhelm everybody, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, think about that part and think about the look that you're going for. 
right? As the two of you have had these conversations, are you, are you shaving something completely bare? Are you just going for trimmed? Are, are you leaving it natural? Like some of you, there's combinations of all of these. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. There's no one right way. Can I give you all permission to be individuals and, and to figure this out within the constructs of your own marriage, right? You don't have to be like everybody else, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, as we, as we looked at the survey around the show, it's kind of like the Goldilocks effect when it comes to trimming, right? The, on the outliers, you have, you know, women who are like, yeah, I want it all bare. I wanted to see them all bare on one side. And then you have a few on bare wear down pubic area. Specifically. Pubic area. Okay. So we're going to head to the pubic area. We're, okay. Yeah. So, you know, there are a few, you know, smaller percentages that say shave it all off. Okay. And there's like a small percentage on the other end that says, keep it all there. Okay. And somewhere in the middle is the Goldilocks effect, right? Where the majority of the women are like trimmed in some fashion, right? Okay. It's hard to get a, a, any collective group of women to give you one definitive answer, but that's where the conversation comes in. Okay. And men, as you start to manscape, as you start to shave and or trim, please be aware. I mean, I'm sure you already know this, but I feel like it bears saying that your scrotum and penis are incredibly sensitive areas. Which they are. And I, and I can attest to that. Right. And when you shave, if you rush, it will not go well for you because you have all kinds of folds and you have skin down there. And if you rush, you will nick it. Mm-hmm. That's where I like the trimmer. In all honesty, guys, if you're going to go with this, I would say go with somewhere in the middle, like figure out that length because I've gone bare before and holy mackerel, that's, it's tougher. It, and honestly, the prickly, it's just, it hurts. And I, gosh, I can't even express how much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it just, it just hurts. So, I mean, go with the trimmer, figure Mm -hmm. out the length you like and stick to that. Well, and you bring up a good point because if you go bare, you've got um, the prickly regrowth and Mm -hmm. you also have a higher percentage of ingrown hairs, Mm -hmm. neither of which, neither of which are pleasant. Mm -mm. And you also have to be aware too, when you're shaving specifically in your pubic area or trimming, whatever you end up doing is that, you know, that's, that's a place that has bacteria on your body. So if you're not careful and you nick yourself, you could actually create an infection. So here's a, here's a question I do have though. Women tend to wax. Yes. A lot. I mean, waxing for women is a huge thing. I wax. Yes. So are men, I mean, gosh, I couldn't even imagine waxing my scrotum. That would be like absolutely like screaming. I wish you could see his face right now. His eyes are so big and he's starting to sweat. Yes. (laughs) So I'm wondering if there's waxing to a certain extent for men. And I'm sure there are places where this can happen. I'm just thinking of like, wow, that must hurt when it gets pulled off. Um, hair hurts anywhere where it's pulled off. Yeah. So the answer to your question is yes. Okay. And yes, there are um, salons across the country that do manscaping. Okay. Right. So whether it's waxing or, or you know, trimming, it, it happens. You can go find someone, which is something to consider. You know, if she doesn't want to do it for you, mm-hmm. you can hire that service to be done. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, just a few other logistical things in in starting the manscaping is generally it's recommended, obviously, clean yourselves first. Again, hygiene. Hygiene. Like, yeah, wash yourself up. Um, Do it either, you know, depending on what your trimmer is or your, you know, your shaver of choice. It's actually recommended that you do it in the shower or immediately after being in the shower because your skin is warm. Personally, for myself, I like doing it after the shower. Totally cool. But using the trimmer, I tend to just stand over the toilet. So the hair just gets in the toilet, clean it up. It, it's an easier deal. I found that like in the shower, 
can get a little messy, especially if you're going from full on bush to trimming it down for the first time. After that, you can you can definitely do a quick little shave um, in the shower, or even when it even when you're dry. I, I've done that before before showering. But if you're going full on bush, just head over to like just get over the toilet, mm. and I found that to be pretty simple. Here's the thing, though, guys, and I've done this. This has been a bonehead move on my part before. Like, not cleaning up afterwards. Like, flushing the toilet, most of the hair goes down, but there's still hair, like, on the the seat or around the toilet and on the floor. Just clean that up. Your wife will appreciate that. That that in and of itself will go a long way towards your intimacy. Uh, The other thing that is recommended, uh, you know, one of those recommended practices is to use a shave gel, um, preferably Mm -hmm. something that is more clear, so that you can actually see what you're doing, right? Yeah. This isn't like your face where you're kind of like, I know all the contours and everything like that. This is, no, this is your penis and your scrotum. Please be careful. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just, just be careful. And, and and that will be in the Amazon shop as well. We'll put yes, that there. We'll have all those in there. And then uh, it's a little thing that you may not know, but go in the direction of your hair, right? Go in the direction that the hair grows because then you're not going against it. And all of these different things, the conversations that the two of you are going to have, the best practices, the the tools that you're going to use, this is all part of like a holistic approach to saying, okay, what does this particular area of our marriage look like? And how can we, through having these conversations, through maybe trying something we've thought about, but never talked about, create another layer of intimacy in our marriage, because this is one of those things that may have been holding you back. And now it's time to step into that place. Yeah. Doesn't matter wh- which way you go. Doesn't matter if you're doing your arms, your chest, your back, your pubic area, your legs, wherever it may be. Talk to your spouse. Talk together about it. Because you may be surprised at what can happen when you do a little manscaping. I've experienced it here. Obviously, we shared from my legs to my pubic area. I even do a little bit below like the chest area. So I've done it and I'll tell you, it's made a difference that I can tell. I'm not going to say it's it's astronomical and yet, heck, I learned something new this week that by far, and you better believe that I'm going to make sure that I keep my area trimmed up more because it it will impact the oral sex that I receive. So I'm all for it. So go out there, try it, experiment, have fun. The most part, just have fun with this. Giggle a little bit, laugh a little bit. And hey, if it didn't work out the first time, try it again a couple months from now. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we can't wait to catch you next week. Don't forget, Join us at the One Conference coming up September 2018 here in San Diego at ExtraordinaryMarriage.com. Love you guys. See you next week.